Medical device cybersecurity is increasingly on the radar screens of manufacturers, healthcare organizations, and federal regulators. That's because cyber threats to medical devices not only pose potential risks to patient safety and privacy, but also pose risks to the data security and data integrity of healthcare organizations. I'm Marianne Kolbesek-McGee, Executive Editor at Information Security Media Group. Today I'm speaking with Michael McNeil, Global Product Security and Services Officer for medical device maker Philips Healthcare. Michael will be discussing some of the cybersecurity challenges facing medical devices and some of the initiatives underway at Philips to address those issues. Hi, Michael. Hello, Marianne. How are you doing? Good. Thanks so much for joining us. Now, Michael, to start, what are the top emerging cybersecurity threats and challenges that you see facing medical devices? What's most worrisome to you? I think, Marianne, the as organizations like Philips, and specifically speaking, look more towards emerging cybersecurity threats and challenges, you know, that face us, they really come down into some critical areas. Number one, the potential of unauthorized access to these medical devices and services that we provide, which might allow a potential attack to control the device or cause potential patient harm. That, again, aligns very high on our priority, and we want to make sure that we are ensuring patient safety at the utmost is kind of key paramount. Secondly, we clearly understand that the potential for data leakage could lead to the misuse of that potential patient information. So, for example, if I manipulate that particular data and a clinician is using the devices and the information from these devices potentially in error, it could cause dramatic results or misdiagnosis on the patient's behalf. And then the other main area of focus that we see is around denial of service. So you clearly don't want to have any medical devices that have a denial of service, which could be due to the misuse or an attack, which could cause harm to the patient's well-being. So now, Michael, what sorts of initiatives does Philips Healthcare have underway related to addressing these issues that you just brought up here with medical device cybersecurity and the things that worry you? So here at Philips, we've placed into motion and strengthening our existing processes. We have a multi-year product security program, which is very inclusive of the following key attributes. Number one, we have reinforced and are deploying a risk assessment process to all our product releases where we are tracking the very high, high-related vulnerabilities and putting together appropriate remediation plans and tracking the deployment of those plans. So this should allow us to ultimately remove any of the vulnerabilities within our environment. Um, as we look at items such as unpatched systems, default passwords, um, encryption not being in place, those are critical platform items that we are looking at and addressing. Secondly, we are taking a stance around enhancing our development process and including secure software development lifecycle, the SSDLC, and putting in appropriate controls throughout our innovation to market our I2M processes that we develop our solutions. Another key factor that we're doing is making sure that we have consistent 
product security training across the entire healthcare spectrum. So I've put in place a centralized team for that testing capability. So I have a security center of excellence, which will be in place to make sure that we're deploying consistent use cases and consistent penetration and other testing throughout our development life cycle. The other area of, of focus really is around how to make sure that we have appropriate outreach to external environments and also to make sure that we're able to get information and data back into our environments. So we've created and have been deploying a new consolidated incident response management process and aligned it with the responsible disclosure policy that Phillips just recently put in place at the end of last year in, in the fourth quarter. This provides a safe haven for external parties such as researchers, potential hackers, others that want to be able to communicate information to Phillips. We provide them with the avenue, with the resource directly into my office. So it enhances our intelligence. It enhances vital information that we might need to have on potential threats or potential vulnerabilities of our services and our offerings. And then again, we continue to actively work with all critical external industry stakeholders to make sure that we have effective communication, reporting, the development of standards are done across the entire ecosystem of the healthcare regarding cybersecurity. So some of those uh, organizations that we have been working very collaboratively with, you know, include but not limited to the FDA, the Medical Device Innovation Safety and Security, MDIS, the industry forums like AdvaMed, other uh, government entities like NIST. We also work with NHISAC, Medical Device Privacy Consortium, on the imaging side, MITA, and then most recently, which had been announced, some of our efforts around high trust, which you had reported on um, a few weeks ago. So it sounds like information sharing is a key to some of the activities that Philips has underway in terms of medical device cybersecurity. What do you think are some of the biggest misunderstandings that healthcare providers and clinicians have about medical device cybersecurity? Marianne, I believe the biggest opportunities facing the healthcare providers and clinicians is that cybersecurity threat is, is one that faces the entire healthcare ecosystem. Thus, the solutions will need to be executed across that entire system. Many times you see or there might be a misnomer from the healthcare providers and clinicians that all the answers lie within the, the sphere of, of the manufacturers themselves. And we're just one component, though a vital component and player that has to have, you know, a step in this, but it's also security needs to be implemented across that entire system. And so it's implementing effective security in their environments in order to assure that the entire system will be in place. So what steps should healthcare providers take to improve the cybersecurity of medical devices that are used in their environments? Specifically, many healthcare providers are leveraging vendors and executing what would be considered traditional IT security best practices, and they're bringing that into the medical device space and domain. So specifically, they are conducting third-party testing. Either they're doing it internally 
or they're leveraging external resources. Many of them are working with the manufacturers directly after identifying and discussing some of these results of conducting penetration and other types of, of testing in order to help improve the devices and also to be able to more effectively deploy those solutions in their environment. We also find that many of the healthcare organizations have now begun to conduct their own dynamic types of testing, static analysis, penetration testing, you know, fuzz testing, leveraging a number of the tools that we also are developing and deploying those solutions. So it provides itself as another counter source. In addition, we also see as a step in means as part of the procurement process. So many of the healthcare providers are asking and adding appropriate security questions as part of the process and gaining a better understanding of the integration of medical devices within and the inoperability within their environments. So they're conducting these types of activities in order to make sure that they're deploying a much more secure solution and they're asking the questions up front which allows them to have that much better and keener understanding within their particular environments prior to deployment of solutions. So now within the healthcare organization sort of arena, you often hear confusion on whether or not they should apply patches, for instance, to operating systems that might be uh, part of the medical devices that they use, whether it's Windows XP or some other sort of off-the-shelf operating system. What's your advice to healthcare providers when it comes to software patching and updates? It really depends on the types of devices and the solutions that, that you're referencing because in some cases the devices themselves, the, the patches are coordinated or being collectively managed with the device manufacturers. In that particular instance, there might be requirements to leverage the device manufacturers to ensure that timely patches and releases are put in place. Secondly, even though if the patches themselves are not impacting the actual deployment and the clinical solution of the device and the actual healthcare provider has the administrative rights and access to it, then they should be in a position to be able to deploy those types of patches and solutions in, in a timely fashion and based upon their schedules. So again, it really depends upon the types of devices, the deployment situation that they're in, the service model that they have with their particular manufacturer or service organization. And there's just a number of those factors that really need to be considered. But again, if there is a potential risk, if it is causing potential vulnerability known that we have in the marketplace, the most expedient process and ability to get those patches conducted and updated that's what all should be doing between the manufacturers and or the healthcare providers themselves. Now, when we were talking earlier, you had mentioned that some of the cyber threats facing medical devices includes DDoS hackers. How big of a threat are DDoS attacks and hackers? Do you see much action, you know, in that area? Do you see many attacks that have been launched against medical devices when it comes to DDoS and also with hackers? In most instances, 
we've experienced, I believe, the ability to provide awareness. I wouldn't state that there has been direct threat going back to my very initial statement of what keeps me up at night with that thought process of is someone looking to try to have that unauthorized access in order to make sure that they're compromising the patient's safety and the the harm of the devices. I don't think that through any of my experiences or my counterparts from an industry perspective have we seen that. What we have seen is the ability and that it has been demonstrated that these devices can be and could potentially be compromised in certain situations and settings. And as long as that has been communicated and introduced, medical device manufacturers need to act, you know, with the utmost sense of of urgency and sense of collaboration to want to mitigate any of potential vulnerabilities that might exist in our environment. So based upon that strategy and, and structure, whether or not they have made themselves relevant or not, we still need to act accordingly in the event that something potentially could happen. So that's kind of part one. The the second part, when we see advanced persistent threat and other types of activities from an industry as a whole coming within the healthcare and specifically within the medical device, it is more in alignment and a direct attack around intellectual property and not for the devices themselves and the actual utilization of the devices for which they have been developed. More in terms of nation attack and other higher cyber security to try to manipulate and to remanufacture and and duplicate a number of the solutions that have been created by manufacturers. When it comes to medical device manufacturers, how would you rate the overall efforts of the medical device industry in their efforts to improve the cybersecurity of their products? I think for right now, I would rate them very high. And, and again, I've always stated that just as any type of a life cycle, you're going to have early adopters. You're going to have people that are going to take, you know, make the thought leadership um, levels. But I think as an industry and as an awareness as a whole, I think the medical device industry and segment clearly get this, clearly see a number of, of momentum in this particular space. I currently participate and, and act as one of the chairs in the working group for Advermed. Advermed represents a good majority of the medical device industry. And because we have a cybersecurity working group that's collaboratively meeting and trying to work with the FDA, MDIS, and a number of other organizations that I stated earlier, that is a step in the right direction and it is an accelerated step that's in place. And I think that you see a number of organizations such as a Philips, as long as we're in a place and have an opportunity and that early adopter and in that thought leadership positioning, it allows us to also be able to collaborate and bring others and the industry as a whole to the forefront on this topic for improvements. Michael, looking ahead, any suggestions for the top things that the healthcare sector and maybe the FDA can do to help improve medical device cybersecurity moving forward? I clearly believe that 
It needs to be an entire healthcare ecosystem forum that looks and addresses this topic. And what I mean is that it needs to include the manufacturers, the health delivery network organizations, government entities, academia, our industry coalitions that I discussed, the researchers, etc. And as we all align on a common strategy and platform, the sooner we will and can continue to move this issue forward and address any potential weaknesses in the, in the system. And I clearly believe that as we participate, myself and from a Phillips perspective, in such workshops that the FDA has conducted, continuing to, to build in our design processes, security from beginning to end, and conducting appropriate risk assessments and mitigation strategies, and for us to collectively be able to communicate the vulnerabilities when they are brought up across that ecosystem, that's how we'll be able to eradicate and then continue to improve cybersecurity in the medical device industry space. Thanks, Michael. I've been speaking to Michael McNeil of Phillips Healthcare. I'm Marianne Kobasek-McGee of Information Security Media Group. Thanks for listening.